So, any rate, as I was saying, yes. When I was when I was growing up, from the age of nine on, I was a huge doctor. Um, I started with Peter Davidson's era. I remember Snake Dance, but first full story I had seen. Um, well, the ending was good. Most of it was kind of weird, but the ending was so impactful that I couldn't stop watching Doctor. Justice is definitely taken care of. That's something that I really have to think about big time. Yeah, we talked for like another like 10 minutes about it. And it's like, even you and I, we were in the other room. I was listening to that recording and it was just like raw bullshit. And it, and it was cool because it, we, there was no pressure of knowing this is going online, this is being reported. It was just like, it is what it is. Us chilling. That's like not a personal attack on you or anything. I'm just more like, well, it's just it's more fun, I guess, when we're not recording. Well, I guess it makes sense. It was. I mean, when you are conversational with the people around you and you're not worried about whether you're being recorded or not, I think you tend to definitely have a different voice than if you knew that you were actually being recorded. I think that's true for everybody, for, no, the, most, for the most part. I think my major difference is, is that I'm very self-conscious about, like, making sure I'm not cursing, and also <laughs> that, like, of, oh, wait, I have to, like, explain the context. I'm not just talking to Michael, or I can just, like, randomly reference something that happened decades ago in Doctor Who, and he'll know what I'm talking about. Right, I mean, like, you always could switch to, like, an audience to some degree, you mm -hmm. know, like, where they're coming in at, or... I mean, I think... I I think we all have our ways and means when we when we're actually recording versus when we're just talking in general because we are very different people when we talk before the podcast in in terms of our inflection, our tones, our our ability to 
talk to each other, I think. <laughs> what are you smiling at? He's, I like she's smiling. He's wearing the hat backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Colin's wearing a hat backwards. She doesn't look good either. She likes this. There you go. <sighs> I mean, it could have also been like, like as we were talking initially without being recorded, I was also like relating to you because we all have things that we're geeked out about. Yours just so happens to be Doctor Who. And so that was something I was excited to touch on based on my experience. But then when we started recording, it just, it, well, it was broke like, that barrier. Know, it, it broke that. So I was like, I don't feel like talking. This is literally just being recorded for a podcast. Well, I lost, like. Well, what were you thinking for yourself then? It doesn't matter. Well, of course it does. There's a corgi in our neighborhood. There's a corgi in our neighborhood. Oh, the Corgasaur? Yeah, I saw it being walked yesterday. Did this, uh, did this prime you? Did this have a priming effect for the Corgi? I mean, the butt, yeah. yeah. They look like walking loaves of bread. Well, now that you've said something, I am very curious as to why you... I was trying to change the subject for a reason. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you know about my Corgi sticker, Mike? Corgasaur? It's part Corgi, part uh, Triceratops. Oh, <laughs> it's a sticker on the computer. I see. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I also thought of that. I was like, how do I change the subject while <laughs> somewhat staying in mind? It was purposeful and not that distracting. I know you are, but I don't think I have ADHD. I, may, I mean, I might. I don't know. I'm just chilling. I don't need labels. Chilling like a villain. Who needs labels in this day and age? Everyone. Everyone so needs useful. some labels. Oh. It's hard for me. People don't know what label to stick me in, what box to put me under. Does he go under faggot? Does he go under yeah, but, lover? Does he go under metal boy? Words are labels. If we didn't have labels, we'd all be on this podcast being like... You know what? Maybe we should do that next time. It'll be our language. Okay, you start. I'll join in. I mean, even those... <laughs> once we decide... <laughs> honestly, okay, those might be labels, too. <laughs> I'm not sure. Anywho, anywho. But it's 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 sweet. I mean, keep in mind, Michael, when you know you're so passionate about something, where you start dressing up, people are gonna judge you. People are gonna make fun of you. I remember being in high school and like seeing like all the anime kids like dressing up as their favorite animes, and all the air quote average people just being like, "What the fuck?" But they don't understand that passion like we do. You know, like, Carl, he dresses up as whatever bullshit he wants to, like, whenever he feels like. And I'm like, okay, dude, whatever makes you happy. Because the reality is, usually people who, like, geek over something, that's just kind of a nicer way of saying obsess over something. Usually it's for a reason. You know? Like, for example, my example is yeah, going to be, like... Yeah, passionate about something, and, and, you know, depending on the domain, society would praise it. Yeah. So, yeah. M- Michael, did, did these people make fun of you because... You, they somehow found out you were a fan of the show. Was it like you were constantly dressing as the characters and talking nonstop about Doctor Who? Yeah, were you annoying as shit? Or I wasn't even connecting it to Doctor Who, was it? I think it was mostly trench coat. I was. I think it was more just because I was geeky and I was dressing the part, and I did talk about it, but not. Well, then you are going to be not as much as I do now. 
Because obviously I have a whole podcast. Well, right. now you're also grown. You know when it's appropriate, and maybe you shouldn't show up to regular events dressed as a Rainbow Six doctor. You know, you kind of know how to, like, calm it down a little bit. Or like, maybe even David Tennant. But no. you grow up, and you buy your own hats, and you force your guests to wear them. Exactly. Are, we, are we just going to get a rule pass when Jace called him the Rainbow Six doctor? Because I thought that was pretty mom. fantastic. Well, that's what I dress up as at Awesome Con, so it makes sense. I mean, I was planning to talk Tom about what I was initially going to talk to, but I yeah. got off track like twice. What, what do you want to talk about? Oh. oh no, you broke it. I broke one leg of it. It's fine. It's oh, good. not a big deal. The yeah, TR. I was going to say, it's not a big deal, Shelby. Don't worry, my TR is broken. Yeah, oh no. Um... No, I was, I was, I was having a vulnerable moment, and then that happened, so I lost it. So maybe I'll get it again. Maybe you shouldn't try. Just okay. Kidding. Well, clearly there, I have like Kesha is my favorite, you know, artist, celebrity, songwriter, what have you, and I really liked her because, you know, me personally, growing up, you know, I was always like the crybaby, the overdramatic one, the one with anxiety who was always obsessing and freaking out over everything and was so easily like panicked and scared. Um, most of my life has just been me being the super problematic one who just stresses and worries about everything because that's what I do. It's something I still have a hard time with but have gotten significantly better with. And when Kesha first came out, she was kind of just seen as like this like garbage chic party girl, but what I kind of took from that was, you know, there was a girl who, you know, was born at a party, moved to Nashville, was super broke, and had nothing but her family who loved and supported her through everything, and she was exposed to so many different types of people and was, like, a very loving character, and then growing up, she just kind of made music to just kind of, that didn't really focus on any of that tragedy, it was more just this is where I am now, how do I move forward, like, I'm 21, for example, you know, everything is just a party, let's just get shit-faced and have fun with your friends, because that's what life should be about, it shouldn't be about all the bullshit that we're forced to go through and things that we can't control, and when you had that moment, when you were younger watching this episode, that's kind of how I felt when I listened to Praying for the first time, because when I started liking her, yeah, I liked that. It was, like, super feminist without seeming feminist, because she was just talking bullshit, referred to dudes as hoes, and was very vulgar with most of what she said, but behind those curtains, she did write very deep, heartfelt, beautiful music, and it was that Kesha that I absolutely loved. Meanwhile, people are just like, you just have no talent and, like, you don't like good music. Or because I was also into metal, like, you're a poser for liking this artist. So just, like, you're fake. Your personality doesn't make sense. Which is why I got sensitive to, like, the whole labeling people thing. Because I've always been hard to put in a box for anyone. As I'm wearing a Kesha shirt right now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, when... Praying came out, that's when she was, like, actually wrote just, like, a ballad about, like, abuse, overcoming it, and it was very well written, and there was no auto-tune, and that was the Kesha that I absolutely loved, and it was a moment in which 
she got to showcase who she was and who I saw her as being to basically the entire world. And it was crazy because she only wrote songs about the good things in life, but she had been so broken down. She was just like, this is my truth. I'm just going to have a moment to live it, accept it, and then I have to move on. That's how you get through life, and that's kind of how I've learned to where I'm trying to learn to survive. So whereas this episode of Doctor Who, you know, spoke to you, that's that's a song that spoke to me significantly. Like, I remember in high school, I did a whole presentation on, like, Kesha just being like, this is what she's been through, this is what she's capable of, and unfortunately, because of her record label with everything going on with Dr. Luke, this is the unfortunate predicament she is in, but she's super talented and she's awesome, and I won the most creative award for it and I came to school dressed in glitter and fishnets and just had like a super fun time. So as some people were like, that's just a TV show or that's just a celebrity. I mean, praying made me realize it's an inspiration. It's an inspiration. It made me realize that I was in a super unhealthy abusive relationship. It pulled me out of that. Every time I've seen her perform it live, I started crying and to think that there was like a whole new wave found respect for this person that I had been trashed on liking for so long was just so mind-boggling and it just felt good you know kind of like with this episode of Doctor Who like I've never been the hugest fan of Tenet but I can definitely see why this episode and the episodes leading up to it meant so much to Doctor Who fans because that's what Doctor Who should and is all about at heart and it was just all summed up in like those few episodes yeah Doctor Who made me feel uh like I had a place yeah. In that same way. I think that like Doctor Who brought me closer to my wife. I think the show actually transcends a lot of difficulties for people that struggle with their anxieties, their depressions, their their self-worth. A lot of people have gone on to thank the actors and actresses in person while at conventions saying, you changed my life. You actually made me feel like I was a better person because of what you did on screen and the, and the fight for justice and the fight for freedom and the fight for just bringing up the, the lesser person. Uh, the doctors always had that, that kind of ability to show that everybody matters. Everybody's unique and there's not, a, there's not one person in the universe that's not important. Uh, Matt Smith's even quoted on that one. Yeah, I like uh, Craig Ferguson's take on it, that it's it's all about the triumph of intellect and romance over brute force and cynicism. Well, that's a very well put thing, yeah. Totally awesome. And he did it in song form. <laughs> <laughs> of course, well, he always did. And the doctor was in it. Oh, which, uh, which one? Matt Smith. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but they couldn't air it. Oh, so you can only find it on YouTube. Well, at least you can still find huh. it. <sighs> Doesn't sound like canon to me. I love how I really just got overly emotional about this. No, it's great. I, I mean, mean, it's hard to just like feel like you just don't belong anywhere, and then you find something you resonate with, and it gives you like a newfound like self worth, even if you feel like alone in that. You know? Yeah. And I think a lot of Doctor Who fans actually have felt that, sadly. Or any fan base. Or any, yeah, well, any fan base, yes. Definitely. But 
I mean, if you love it, flaunt it. If anyone has shit to say about it, just be like, fuck you and keep living your life. I mean, that's what I did. I still do it. I mean, I'm just chilling. All right. They don't make a J-size box, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did show up as Pennywise to the Ren Fair, and that was not... I just wanted And looked to. awesome doing it. With a bunch of, like, old dudes with, like, chicken eating... I'm trying to... What are Ren Turkey legs. Turkey legs? Yes, chicken legs. Turkey. Yeah, turkey. I was, I, I, was one of, I was one of those people. <laughs> I had one of those. At least I bought a bracket with You know what the thing was, is though, is that you were not the most outrageously dressed person there. I wasn't, but... <laughs> I'm I'm fine. You know what, Pennywise, he's, like, pretty much existed forever, so yeah. that could have been one of the years he just resurfaced as a man in a dress. Yeah. I think it's time to edit this, don't you think? Probably. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. You got it
Thank you.